Welcome to The HANA Effect. I'm your host, Jeff Word from ASUG. Each week, we bring listeners the real story of how companies are taking advantage of real-time computing to transform their organizations and let them share the lessons they've learned along the journey. Welcome to another episode of The HANA Effect. I'm your host, Jeff Word from ASUG, and I'm joined today by Amirkar Charan from Wipro. Welcome, Amirkar. Thank you very much, Jeff. It's uh, very cool to have you here. And Amirkar is a SAP architect with Wipro, and they've done some really, really cool stuff. So real quickly, for people that might not know, introduce yourself and what Wipro does. Okay, so I am an architect in a group called Digital Innovation Group. With this group, we work on the niche and cutting-edge SAP technologies, be it now for Leonardo, HANA, S4. So this is what we do, and Wipro is a service provider, one of the top four Indian IT service providers, and we service customers all across verticals, all across globe. Yeah, and so you guys have done some really interesting stuff. You're you're out there on the cutting edge with big SAP customers all over the world. Give us a real quick overview of the really cool project you guys entered in the HANA Innovation Awards this year. Yes, that was an interesting one. This was done for a utility company. And one of the principal concerns today for the deteriorating quality of water supply is the high levels of non-revenue water, which is the difference between the amount of water put or pumped into the distribution system and the amount of water that is billed to the consumers, suppliers or the end customers. So this high level of non-revenue water results from huge volumes of water lost through the leaks or water not invoiced to the customers or both. And this obviously seriously affects the water suppliers. So using the SAP cloud platforms, the classical IoT technology, we use Google's TensorFlow for image recognition, etc. We try to optimize the entire process of supply as well as the maintenance piece of it. Yeah, well, that's really interesting. I mean, people truly, in most parts of the Western world at least, take water very much for granted. It's just always there when you turn on the tap. And uh, usually, if you're not in Flint, Michigan, unfortunately, it, it's usually pretty safe to drink. But you don't really think as a consumer very much about the company that's back there or the government group that's actually producing that water. And so I think it's pretty fascinating to look at it from a supply side perspective and see, okay, here's some problems that the business part of the water world is having. And let's see if we can make them more efficient because any types of money that they save or any water that they save can then lower their costs and deliver more water to the places that it's needed, right? Perfect, yes, uh, that was the exact need. And especially in the developing countries, countries like India, the water loss is almost up to 40% which you can imagine is a lot of water loss. So what we did was we also simplified using Fiori, the dashboard, what we presented. So we basically have two different personas of the application users. One would be somebody who's in charge of the supply. He looks at the map. He can look at the water network. How is it going in? But also because of the places that we've put sensors for flow and pressure of the water, he or she can immediately notice if there's something wrong. You know, if there's a breach in flow or the pressure, it is immediately notified. And not just that, uh, what we've also done is we give the calculated revenue loss for that day, which is simply, you know, the additional water that is being pumped in compared to the average water that is usually done, we are multiplying it with the dollar figure and we are giving the revenue loss also. So this is from the person who's in charge of the supply. 
he or she can quickly visualize where the water loss is in case exact geographical location and if they would want to assign a field agent for servicing it's simply a single click to create a work order and then when it comes to the field engineer the field engineer you know he has to use his both hands so what we've done is we've created a conversational app wherein somebody can talk to the app know how many work orders are there where that location is so imagine there's this field worker who knows he goes to that place where he sees where the exact area where the issue was from and he looks at the part and he notices that the part is broken it could be a t wall it could be any spare part now he has again choice of talking back to the sap system so the back end is obviously sap s4 hana or we've used the image recognition here that he can simply click a picture of the broken part and the back end informs the field worker as to what that part is and if that part is available in case not where is the nearest location where the part is available the idea was to not just projected but projected in a very simplified manner so that it's easier for the end users to use it that's really important especially in the developing countries around the world that tech out there is not necessarily going to be a college graduate or very very highly trained these folks are are manual workers um who have a very important job to do and anything that the system can do to remove obstacles to them getting their job done is going to save time and result in better outcomes for everybody. Exactly. Um so let's talk a little bit more about kind of what Hana's doing behind the scenes in this thing. Can you give us an idea of why this was a pretty unique thing and why it got recognized as one of the most innovative use cases for Hana in the Hana Innovation Awards? Okay, so first of all, the stream of data coming in is huge. Imagine sensors across miles of pipelines that we've spread across. We've not put you know so we've chosen critical positions to put the sensors for example it would be the joints where the major pipe meets the subline going in etc but still there are huge number of sensors and the volume coming into the sap cloud platform into the iot tables is pretty huge and unless it's a engine like hana it would be not possible to do analysis like these and then also with the o data integration now that we have we were able to actually bring in information from outside for example the weather information since this would be for the field worker to go outside and work we also give the weather forecast for that particular zip where the problem is from and again the google integration that i talk about the tensorflow in- integration the machine learning that was also because of the rest services that we were so easily able to integrate excellent so give us a quick idea of some of the other cool stuff you're working on right now that uh, we might be able to talk about in another episode so we are trying to get on to the leonardo bandwagon now and we are coming up with industry cases we are talking to our customers there are i wouldn't be able to get into the details but there are some very interesting conversations happening for example augmented warehouse somebody could you know wearing a hololens get to the point where the order has to be picked from the exact location so we had a smart asset wherein companies which would have subcontracting how would they know the current maturity of the product so there are a lot of things that we've been doing lot of solutions that we have done i hope you know next time we'll have some more to talk about excellent cool 
What kind of advice would you give to companies as they're starting to think about how they're going to solve these problems on their own? I think the most important piece is a lot of times the real problem is not identified. The problem starts from the user, but the way it comes up to the top management, somewhere the problem statement gets diluted and you do not understand the right problem statement. So first and foremost would be to identify the real users and the real business problem and then look at the technology areas. A lot of times what we are also doing is once we know the technology, we try and solve the business problem or we create solutions and then take it to the customer. That's also, in my opinion, is the other way around. So yeah, these would be the simple steps. Um, just identify what the problem is step by step. Don't try and solve everything together. Look at smaller areas and then patch in which technologies would be the best to solve those problems. Excellent. Well, that is very, very good advice and uh, nobody had to pay for it this time. So, <laughs> <laughs> And that's a great way to end the podcast. I want to say thanks again, um, Amirkar. It's uh, great to have you on and uh, keep innovating, man. Thank you, Jeff. Yes, we will. And with that, we'll close out another episode of The Hana Effect. Choose. Mm-hmm.